Welcome to an actual weekend episode for once of the Weekend Wire. Um, got Aro here as always over Zoom. We'll do gambling stuff at the end, but um, we're sort of trying to chip away there. But uh, we wanted to talk about some of these teams at the top of the East in the NBA and maybe try to figure out who the favorite is because we were all over the Bucks. Um, they've looked, I'd say, below expectations so far. They've played. They've played a lot of bad teams. I think they've played like the Bulls twice and the Knicks twice. They lost to the Knicks once. Um, beat the Heat, obviously, by 50. We talked about that last week and then lost to the Heat. But last night they um, got blown out or lost pretty handily, at least, to the Jazz, um, who hit 25 threes in a row. That cost me some money. Um, but, yeah. I almost bet the Jazz in that game. But yeah, the Bucks minus five and a half. And I was just like, well – if the Bucks do that thing where they leave the bad shooters open, but the Jazz don't really have any, I'm yeah. just like, oh, okay, I'm just hoping that they <laughs> missed some shots, but didn't end up. It's not like the Jazz have been a little off the last like week or so, anyways. So that's why I've been a little bit like iffy about about betting on them. Well, because they had a game earlier in the week where they hit a bunch of threes, so I was kind of hoping that right. it would it would like yeah. sort of come back down, but um, yeah. Like there was that game where Bogdanovich had like set six threes or seven threes. I forget who they were. Uh-huh. Um, Probably the Spurs. Yes, yes, they blew out the yeah. Spurs um, with a lot of threes. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. yeah. The Bucks. Giannis has been pretty good. Um, he had forty three in one of those Bulls games, I believe. And but last night Middleton kind of got shut down. Um, Middleton's had trouble um, with some of these just being able to score on some of these defensive guys like Avery Bradley, um, et cetera. I don't really know who Utah had him on, had on him last night. I'm assuming it was Royce. I think Royce yeah. That makes, that makes the most sense, but he's someone that can give people a lot of trouble. Um, and we've seen that in the past, but I think Drew holiday as well has also not been doing as great as people might've thought. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's still adjusting to the system that they have there, but, I do think it's been long enough now that you're hoping to see a little more from him. Uh, Giannis continues to dominate. It probably won't be a problem, but that can only go so far, and especially in the playoffs, which are a long ways away. But that's like what everything is in preparation for. So, gearing up for um, it. That's the goal. So that your offense for the Bucks has to be um, calibrated towards that, and they've had they've had some yeah, good and- players. But they got the top offense in the league again now. Um, I think last time, last week when we talked, I think they were like fourth or fifth. Um, yeah. So they've come back up. Um, so they're they're at the top comfortably now. But they've come back um, up, but they've been I, I don't know. feasting on some bad teams, which is why. Right. So I don't know how much to really take away from it. Um, like the Bulls are arguably the worst defensive team in the NBA, and they played them twice already. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely going to boost you up. Yeah. I'm interested what they what they look um, like with the Pacers just because you could get the Pacers to win the division if you wanted to. Um, probably a long shot, but if it's you know at, at one point it was twelve to one when they were like two and zero. So I I mean that's something. Um, not to make everything towards betting angles, but um, <laughs> other contenders in the East we had we had the the 
Sixers, um, who we were raving about last week, a lot of their guys um, went down with COVID and contract tracing issues. Um, they're playing right now against the Nuggets and are getting blown out. They only have seven players able to go due to that. Yeah. And only It's like really basically no starters. Um, I think it's Danny Green's the only starter. That yeah, Danny Green's, Danny Green's out there, but they're missing Simmons, Curry, Embiid, Harris. Tyrese Maxey took 30 shots today. Yeah, Tyrese Maxey was all over the place for the half. He was just really having the green light there, and that was fun. Um, That's crazy. He's got 33, so I mean, it's good for him. 60 to 30 shooting, so it's not even that bad. But. Yeah, no, he, he's doing fine. It's just they, they don't have the firepower to keep up with the Nuggets. Um, yeah. yeah really nice. like a full-strength Nuggets team other than, I think, Michael Porter Jr., who is also yep. having – who also either is quarantined or um, is – because he has COVID or because contract, contract I don't remember yeah. which. But that was yeah, that was news that came out earlier in the week. But um yeah, the Sixers other than today have looked pretty good. Um this, I mean we talked about it a lot last week, but MB is MVP probably top three um right now. At this point, yeah. Yeah, you can't put Jokic up there yet, even though he's been putting up amazing stats. They're Yeah, still, the wins to start there, yeah. Yeah, even after today. <laughs> Even after this game ends right now, they're going to be five and five or four and five rather. So um, they, yeah, they're going to need to tack on a bunch of more wins if he's going to have a chance. But Embiid, Embiid has looked really good. Um, they lost that Nets game, which was weird um, without Katie and Kyrie, where every, it seems like every time the Nets have to play without one of their stars, Levert just like takes I control. Plays really well, and Jared Allen has a bunch of good plays. Um, saw that during the bubble a little bit, but it, it sort of came back this time around, and that was a – I don't know. I was che- I was checking Embiid's injury status all day, and I was like, oh, this is his back-to-back. Like, he's probably not going to play. And then he actually did play, and they still lost. So, disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was definitely just playing loss. I mean, they won five straight before that, so, you know, it, it's kind of – I guess you take a, a loss every once in a while. Um, mm-hmm. That Brooklyn team, I'm sure, is kind of hungrier with a lot of – I mean, you're playing for a spot um, to come off the bench, at least, uh, if you're some of those guys playing without KD and Kyrie. So uh, definitely a lot to play for for Brooklyn, uh, probably more so than most of the Philly players. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not a loss you like to see. Um, some of their wins haven't exactly been against the, the toughest opponents. Uh, they beat Toronto, but Toronto's really struggled. Um, just like all against everybody yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and then uh they beat orlando while fultz was still in so i was i thought that was a pretty good win but again like it's not a contending team in the east uh, it's one of those bubble teams uh they beat charlotte twice which again like another one of those bubble teams not the, i think that's kind of more impressive I, charlotte looked pretty yeah. good last night and they, when hayward's when hayward's cooking they're they're pretty they're a fun team, um, at least. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's a more impressive win overall than like the Magic one. Magic, yeah. they are. For sure, uh, they played Washington close a couple times now, but like this past one seemed like it was just Beal kind of doing everything. Yeah, it's kind of like Washington Beal for the most part. Could, could will them <laughs> to a win, maybe, but yeah. he, he had fifty-seven and three quarters, and they still lost. So um, yeah. that was. Yeah, the six. I mean, the Sixers' schedule is getting harder. It's going to continue. I think they play the Heat pretty soon. Um, yeah, they play the Heat back. Well, not back to back, but twice in a row. Yeah. So those those will be good games just to look at the matchups and see how that all works with the new lineup for them. 
Um, but moving on um, to the Heat, actually, they played the Celtics um, in a rematch of the Eastern Conference Finals on Wednesday. Um, this is probably the biggest game of the week in terms of just matchups and what we could see going forward with the playoffs um, and like intrigued with lineups and all of that stuff. Um, and at the beginning, uh, Tyler Hero was guarding Jason Tatum and Tatum took full advantage. Um, I, I guess that's just a result of Jalen Brown having a better year scoring wise and the heat maybe thinking that they need to put a better defender on him um, than they normally would, I guess. But Tatum was cooking hero and it hurt the heat really early. Um, the Celtics start the the first quarter shooting five of six from three. They go up 21-9. And um, this was something that they, the heat would kind of do to teams in the bubble where they would they would sort of get going Crowder and um, hero and Robinson especially to get that early lead going. But the Celtics were kind of doing it to them. And um, – it was all it was all going well for the for the Celtics at first, uh, except for Marcus Smart was sort of overplaying. Miami, Miami does a lot of dribble handoffs with Bam and Drogic, and mostly Bam and Drogic, but there's a little more Hero and Robinson. Well, Bam and Hero like them too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Robinson gets the threes going off a bit, but um, but Smart was really focused on that, and then Jimmy would just kind of back cut him, um, and it happened a couple times where he would either get a layup or get fouled in the first quarter and second quarter and you could see that Spolstra was is maybe he's still treating um first 15 games or so of the season like a little preseason experimenting with lineups because them like the Lakers have had the shortest offseason for being in the finals obviously and have had a lot less time to rest and get their guys fresh for the year so they've come out a little slow but I'm not worried about it um I think like I think when the Heat like hunker down and really have a good game plan, and when when the effort's all there, I think they're still a top five team in the league. And um, I think you're going to see that as the year goes on. Like the the big games, they'll come out. And the Celtics game was close at the end. Um, well, I Heat, thought they should have won it at the end. Yeah, I mean they, they were Robinson hits. Well, okay, so. In the fourth, Jimmy was drawing tons of fouls, um, and Miami was sort of able to attack the the lineup with the Celtics when they had two bigs with Tice and Thompson out there. Um, that was more of the third quarter. And then Tatum sort of comes, and they switch the zone to try to stop Tatum a little bit, and he comes down and he just does the step-back three um, anyway, and that's that's kind of the trump card Maybe there. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of like a ticker cap kind of play. Um, the zone was something that we saw Miami – use and give them a lot of issues in the playoffs. Um, I, th- I thought they figured it out. The Celtics throughout that season. No, they, 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 we out we did yeah. talk about this in, in the in the bubble. I think after game five, we were saying how they were they were sort of figuring it out. Um, yeah. And maybe, maybe they have figured it out completely. It didn't really work in this game. Um, and Boston goes on a 13-0 run in the fourth quarter after the heat were sort of right in there to end the third. Um, and it looks like it's over. And then Rob- Robinson comes out and hits, I think he gets a four point play and he hits another three. Um, someone else hit a three or an and one and they, they go on a 10 0 run. They tie the game. And then uh, Peyton Pritchard actually was tip- tipped in the winning basket with, I think like 
either no time left or zero point. That was like point two. Was point yeah, I think two, like okay. Bam got to look at a tip in at the end, but yeah, that's yeah, yeah, he was kind of at that point. Yeah, he he's come up big for them a couple times. We talked about him last week, um, Pritchard, with the absence of Kemba, who we still haven't seen. Um, I kind of for, I'm, I'm like forgetting Kemba's like even like on the team. It's really, really <laughs> weird. Like, yeah. For my so for my NBA 2K21, I started playing it and I did my my career right, and everybody picks a point yeah. guard, so I was doing point guard. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm be on the Celtics, they're a good team. It doesn't have a point guard, and I'm like, and then like, I'm like, oh, Kemba, right? So, it still exists. Eh? Yeah, no, they have Kemba, they have team, and so I'm just like, all right, like, but, yeah. Um, yeah, when he when he gets back, this could be the top team in the East. Um, they showed they showed a little more. They seemed like a little more mentally tough in this Miami game. Um, just yeah, because I think for them to come back after that run is not something that you probably would have seen them do in the playoffs last year. Well, once think. Jimmy's just started like kind of grinding and grinding, that wasn't really something yeah. they were able to withstand. And granted, Bam wasn't really doing his like face up game from the high post that like really killed them in the in the conference finals but um that like the heat sort of like being within four or five points in the fourth is like still scary no matter what team you are and um the celtics were able to withstand that pretty well so um they are losing tatum for the next i think 10 to 14 days um he's gonna have to self-isolate um I don't think it's confirmed if he has COVID, but there's... I think it was just contact tracing. Yeah, contact tracing for... I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even sure from what, because they... Right. It may not be basketball-related, just because I don't... It has to be not, yeah. There's no other news surrounding different teams and that they've yeah. played recently, so... Um, um, I, I don't understand the 10 to 14 days thing. Like, shouldn't it be either, like, 10 days or 14 days? Like, I don't... like. <laughs> Well, like, I know what like, changes in between like the days. national recommendation, like used to right. be fourteen days, and then they they were said they said, oh no, ten days is fine. I'm like now for me, I just I got know. tested on Wednesday, and they were t- I tested negative. They were telling me the doctor was telling me like if you yeah. test positive, ten days is fine. Um, right. So yeah, I think the ten to fourteen days thing I, that 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 just has to depend like when their games are. Like if they have like I, I would have, think so. Yeah. Yeah. If you like if you have a game on, like twelfth day at that yeah, night, you're probably gonna, gonna be playing. Yeah. Essentially, I think that's what that means. Um. So, yeah, Tatum he'll miss a little bit of time. Um. But yeah, they're they're still chugging along. This is a big big uh, moral win for them, I think, over Miami even. Like they lose Hayward, the asset for nothing, um, and they were still able to beat this team that gave them a lot of problems. Um, I think I think that 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 series is going to kind of gonna be remembered as like closer than it actually was a little bit. Like people are people would think like, oh, it went to six games, but like really, like once it was game six, you kind of the writing was kind of on the wall, and um, even though they they had figured out the zone a little bit, the uh, the heat it was feeling like the heat kind of like bones them the, throughout. So, yeah. um, anyway, yeah, but. yeah. I, I thought Boston had a lot of matchup problems last year against against the Heat, um, which might be the other way around this year with how good Jalen Brown's been. Um, I, I think that now gives the Heat a lot more to think about. I don't really know how much zone you can play against Celtics. I think they're just going to be 
getting three is over it. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if, if they do meet up in a playoff series. Um, I think the Heat might have some more problems this year than they did last year, yeah. um, especially compared to the, to the Celtics. It, but maybe Bradley can slow down Brown a little bit. But, uh, right. Hero, Hero didn't really have a good game um, this time around versus the Celtics, and he was killing them um, all throughout the playoffs. Last year, yeah. So, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of moving parts, um, as is the case with a lot of these, like, East playoff matchups. I feel like the West is a lot more, like, talent Stable. on talent and yeah. less based on, like, coaching and plays and motion and things like that. Um, yeah, I, like, the East really feels like a chess match. Um, yeah, the East One thing I didn't want to touch on. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't want to cut you off, yeah. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Um, I, I know you mentioned some of the, the like Spolster kind of playing around with his lineups and stuff, and, and like you do see that, like you know, just in going through some of the lineups that they've used um, through their first few games, like they've uh, they have what is this one two three they have ten different lineups that they've used like for more than fifteen possessions, um, which I think is probably a little bit more than most teams, um, and, and they've found a lot of success uh, with Bradley in the lineup. I think Bradley is in three different lineups that are positive right now. Um, so he has been a great find for them. Um, my worry, though, was Mo Harkless before the season. Uh, and in the one lineup that he's played in with more than 15 possessions, they are negative 15 right now. Um, the offense just really slows down. Uh, and that Again, like it, it can be a problem going forward. Uh, Jay Crowder at least kind of had, he gives you a lot on both ends. Uh, I don't know if Harkless is going to do that. Um, but again, uh, I think Bradley presents a lot of different problems for some of these teams in the East um, than, than Crowder did. So we'll see. Yeah, uh, Crowder's sort of better, obviously, defending those fours and fives. And then Bradley can give you help with the ones and twos and some of the threes. Uh, I guess, same with. Crowder on the other side of it but um yeah obviously a lot of different um players to mix and match I felt like I felt like Spo was playing Olenek a pretty good amount um, hot. yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> that's something that like sort of worked against the Lakers but like people were saying it wouldn't and um I don't remember. It's like a short doses kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the that's the key to him. Like when you need the shooting, when you need like an extra shooter because your spacing isn't good. Yeah, it's like a quick spark kind of deal versus yeah. – I don't know if you can play him like 25, 30 minutes a game. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, I think he would get torched yeah. on people. So. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on to a team in the West that we have both enjoyed watching very much um, over the past – really 20 years, but even this year, is the Spurs. Um, they were able to beat the Clippers and Lakers in back-to-back -back games, um, part of their road trip. The Clippers game especially was just a blowout from the beginning. Um, they Patty Mills comes out and starts hitting threes. Rudy Gay is just someone that, like, has sort of – kind of score, man. Yeah, he's, he, yeah. He's, he's pretty steady. He's just someone who, like – has like escaped like the casual NBA fandom. Um, like it's just not someone who you think about when you're thinking of even the Spurs or any team. Um, and he, he's, he's, he's been there for them. Um, Aldridge. Well, that's like three, four years now. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's, yeah. It's 
Rudy Gay has been on the Spurs for a couple of years now, um, and he's kind of thought of as this journeyman, but it seems like he may have found a home there. Um, Aldridge was really good. Um, he he's 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 not reliant on athleticism, so um, he can keep chugging along for a while. It's just going to have the the shooting and a little bit of the post up game too. And then DeRozan. Lot more threes this season. So. Yeah, no, they they need the spacing. They they um yeah. they, they have they have shooters, but um. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, he used to be a long two guy, like for throughout his career. Yeah. Now, if you if you take that step back, like yeah, it it's opens up a, a world of possibilities. Honestly. Same deal with DeRozan, who has um he's actually shooting and making threes. He's at like forty. Two percent. He's at forty-three percent, almost forty-two point nine. Yeah, forty-two point nine. Okay, yeah. yeah. He's averaging nearly seven assists a game, um, maybe a little bit over seven assists a game. Um, we saw that a little bit in the bubble when they were trying to push for the playoffs. Him, him, sort of handling the ball more. They got Devin Vassell out of um, Florida State, which is a pick we loved at the time. If you don't believe us, you, you can go. Shoot. Yeah, you go listen to our uh, podcast that we did on the night of the draft because we were raving about him for a little while. Yeah. Kelton Johnson, another shooter. Um, he kind of does it all. Yeah, he, he can pass. He can drive. He's scrappy. Um, he's a fan favorite, I'm sure. Um, yeah. Dejounte Murray. Um, I love Dejounte Murray. Oh yeah. my goodness. It was just. He is. Like he's one of the smoothest players you will see in the NBA nowadays. Um, like everything he does, it just seems so smooth, and it feels like he's like moving at his pace. Which like he's still pretty young, so to be able to do that at his age is like well. When you think of impressive. moving at your pace, you kind of think of like LeBron, Harden, and Luca, who were just yeah. kind of like it, like I'll, I'll throw in Kawhi in there too. Yeah, it's just kind of like going at like slow motion, but like it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, yeah, you can't stop him. Yeah, because they know because they know you can't stop him. So why? Yeah. Might as well. Yeah, um, and, and he, him being smooth and still being able to be a dog on defense, we've yet to see him match up with Harden yet, but that's going to be fun um, because oh, every yeah. time those two play, it's always um, – oh, oh, yeah, Tyrese Maxey, 39 points um, <laughs> on a lot of shots. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Murray, super fun player. Uh, they still have Pirtle, who's been good on defense for them. Um yeah, they've been able to play Pirtle a lot more than I thought they'd be able to. So yeah, he him, they sort of stagger him and Aldridge, um, yeah. and it's it's like an offense defense type of thing where Aldridge is on, you're better on O, and with Pirtle you're better on you're better on D. Got Trey Lyles. Um, they just have like pretty much everyone on the roster can shoot threes. Um, yeah, they're kind of versus the Clippers. They were making a ton. The Lakers game was a lot more close. They were up by ten for a lot of the game until. LeBron sort of sat, sort of started grinding away, but Spurs were able to pull away in the win. That saved me gambling wise, by the way. But uh, <laughs> first game did. But um, yeah, they're. I think they're they're around that tier in the West. That's probably like the Pelicans, the Blazers. Maybe I think we're a little bit lower in the Blazers than. The yeah, Golden State. Game. You could probably even throw in there. Yeah, I think Golden State maybe a little higher after what we saw last night, but um, right. Curry just kind of taking over. Wiggins like just outplaying Paul George. Basically. <laughs> I mean, on the surface, yeah. it doesn't sound that crazy, but it is Wiggins. Um, uh, yeah. If you replace that with any any other player, it would kind of be like the sentence like blank outplayed Paul George in a big game. You're like, oh, like yeah. 
The Wiggins? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in that in that tier, you probably maybe you have the Jazz, um, but they they. I think the Jazz are a little bit higher. Yeah, they've looked better recently. They were sort of struggling at the beginning of the year. They've started hitting their hitting their stride and hitting their threes, which is the most important thing to them. Um, Pelicans, you throw in there. Suns are pro- Suns are a cut above, I think. Um, even with the Pistons loss, which was weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I was, like you kind of knew that the Pistons bigs were going to be able to hurt them in that game, yeah. like Jeremy Grant. Yeah. But I, I just thought the scoring would outpace them. But you know, yeah, take- the offense has been kind of like a little bit all over the place in the first few games. Yeah, like, I feel like uh, every, yeah. every like, game I'm watching out of them, Crowder just comes out and has 10 points in the first quarter. It's yeah. Like, yeah he's, he gets hot early, and yeah. it's huge. And Galloway had, like, I think six threes or something like that. Uh, yeah, five like threes, Galloway. maybe. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so, I don't know. It, it's – yeah, it's getting there. But anyways, yeah, like, I, I think – I would like to think the Phoenix is, like, a little cut above that. But No, I think they are. I think we'll – I think you the the teams that you put in that um that Spurs tier is sort of the Pelicans, Kings maybe they're a little lower. Yeah, I'll throw in um, the Kings. Yeah. Yeah, you put the Kings in there. You put the maybe like Dallas without Porzingis, but even they've looked a little better. Uh, Recently, yeah, Lucas yeah, kind of found his. Spot. Yeah, I'm not wanting to disrespect some of these teams here. I think I think Portland's a good Portland's a good level though. Yeah, Portland's looked a lot worse than I think we both thought they were going to be before the season. Yeah, the 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 defense is just so bad. They blew that huge lead to the Bulls. Um, yeah, that's bad. One that's of really the bad. worst losses you ever see. Um, yeah, yeah, they blew out the Timberwolves, but their defense is just liable to just sort of blow these games. And it's not. Yeah. Um... I know people thought that Roko coming in, DJJ maybe coming in, but well, Roko is just not that good on ball. Um, that's the right. problem. It's not he can't stop someone who's just going to torch them because he he's he's like playing the passing lanes and getting over for weak side blocks and stuff. That's not really his game to just stop someone one on one. And now now for a team who can't stop anyone, which is the Wizards. Um, so Beal, we mentioned this earlier, but he had he had fifty six. Or 57, 6, and 4 at the end of the third versus the Sixers. At that point, they were still down 10. But you were thinking, okay, Beal could legitimately go for 75 points here if he has another quarter. And then they don't give him, yeah, they don't give him the ball at all in the fourth. Um, and Westbrook's turning it over, and it's kind of a disaster. Um, the Sixers were hitting a lot of threes. It's just been a disaster, period. What? That team has just been a oh, disaster. Yeah, no. period. I mean, we we kind of saw this coming. We were saying the the only really <laughs> de- positive defensive player they have is Lopez. And he's not getting a lot of minutes for obvious obvious reasons. Thomas Bryant's looked pretty good, but they're just giving up a lot more points they're than they're scoring, low. and they're able to score yeah. a lot. Embiid is a good game in this one. Um, they don't really have anybody that can stop Embiid. Yeah, I mean, who does? But it's it's you you would like to think that Thomas Bryant could maybe do a better job. I, I he tries. I watched like the first game and like he was doing. I mean, a better job than like uh, fucking Robin Lopez was. But I think Lopez is just still just gets bodied. I don't really. Yeah, he's bodied. He's too slow. Like there's just so much wrong. 
Yeah, like once Thomas Embiid Bryant, like, rips through, it's kind of over for them. It's done. And like I think Thomas Bryant just doesn't have the size to like match up quite as well against Embiid. But I don't know. It's a tough matchup, but that, like even besides all of that, like their defense is a mess, like everywhere else too. So that's a problem. Yeah, them, them and the Hawks are sort of mirror images of each other a little bit. And Trey, Trey Young has been obviously the Hawks run a lot of their stuff through Trey, Trey Young, and John Collins was actually complaining about this, saying that he thought they should sort of spread the wealth a little bit more. Um, people were taking sides. I'm not really sure what side I'm on. I would. Well, John Collins wants a lot of things right now. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm probably siding with Trey just because I think like yeah. Trey has made John Collins into like what he is. Like he's not really yeah. scoring without <laughs> Trey's like influence and passes. And John Collins wants a max. So might as well just trade him anyway. If you're it, like. I think so. Yeah. If the situation gets worse to where it's like actually hurting them, the with the disputes between like those two. Um, I don't think it's Trey's not going anywhere. Yeah. I, right. Trey's not going anywhere. Yeah. I don't think it's a big deal yet, but maybe, no. maybe it could be if they start to struggle a little bit more. Um, but yeah, Collins has sort of like been made into what he is by Trey, I think. And that's, the, ways, yeah. that's like the purpose of why they're doing it the way they are. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I think that's, that's, Come on, like uh, yeah, Collins is not someone who can like demand these type of things yet. No, no, it's not even his team. So um, yeah, but um, on to the Knicks, who are five and three, I believe. Um, I think they are. Yeah, yeah, they haven't. They they lost yesterday. I know that, but it's all right. Oh, they may be five. Five and four. Five and four. Five and four. Yeah. So yeah. after the loss yesterday, five and four. So they've looked pretty good. Um, lost to the Thunder, who I want to talk about anyway, but we can we can hit the Knicks first. Um, the they have Julius Randle playing the best he's played so far. Uh, he had, yeah, he had, he had a good stretch in New Orleans, but not quite this. Um, he's having a lot more opportunity now, and he's just kind of like a oh, he's like a. Not like a triple double threat, but like a like he can put up stats. Kind of is that, yeah, almost. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he he's like he's never like really getting to the triple double, but he's like close every yeah. time, and he he can he's physical. He can shoot. He can pass. Um, he's just he's fun to watch. Um, R.J. Barrett has done a lot better because they just have so much more spacing than they did last year. Um, yeah. Rivers is someone who can hit shots for them in a pinch. He did that the other night, um, sort of clinched the game for them over someone. Yeah, I mean, he won them that game. I think it was against the Hawks. Yeah. Um, which was kind of a crucial win as well for them. Um, that, and, and, like, I don't know if I want to say it, but if they're going to fight for a playing spot, um, Atlanta's one of those teams that they got to beat. So that's a big win. Yeah, I mean they they can definitely fight fight for a playing spot. They just Thibodeau has has them playing motivated. He's playing RJ and um Randall a lot of minutes, obviously, which is something that he's known for playing his top playing his guys big minutes. Yeah, they if he's for the culture change alone, the hire was worth it. It seems like um and them just 
being able to put forth a lot more effort in every game. Um, they're not they're not rolling over when they get down. Um, they've beaten good teams. They blew out the Bucks. I think they beat the Jazz as well. Um, yeah, they did the Jazz. New York. So yeah, um, yeah, it's not like they're feasting on bad teams either. Um, they're they're competitive, and it's not it's not just like chalk it up as an easy win when you're a contender and you go to Madison Square Garden. Like this is this yeah. is something that, like that those Cleveland LeBron teams used to do where they just JR's throwing lobs left and right and they're playing uh they're doing the thing on the sideline where they're flipping the water bottle to, to see if it lands. <laughs> yeah, it's just kinda like when when you go to MSG you just like put on a show and just have fun because the Knicks can't guard you and you know it. Um but yeah, yeah that's not the case not reality anymore. Um so they got they got the third best defense in the league right now. Yeah, no, Tip it's yeah. it's coach, if nothing else. Um you can people can argue that the NBA the play style now is sort of passed him by and that's that's really an offensive thing, but um yeah. that's you know, he's always he defense really doesn't change that much because you know, it's a lot of effort mostly. So um yeah. and he knows how to get effort out of his guys and he plays he plays those two big minutes and Hey, maybe that leads to an injury down the road, but um, I don't think they care right now. Like, yeah, I, like they're trying to win as many games as possible. They need they need to put on for their fans. It does suck that the first time they're like relevant in the last like five. Yeah, years, they have no fans at the Garden, which is yeah. an awesome atmosphere. But uh, yeah, so. that's, that is the one thing. Um, all right, what else do we got here? Oh yeah, OKC. So <laughs> OKC. Probably is the worst roster in the league, I think, if you look just top to bottom. Like um, on paper, yes. Probably. Yeah. If, if, you're, if you're a casual fan and you just looked at OKC's roster, you probably would, you wouldn't even know anyone except for, like, two or three guys. I think most people – Yeah, you probably know, like, Dort and, like, SDA. I don't even know if the casual fan would know who Dort is. No, Dort. I think they would know, Maybe like – Maybe because Horford. of the playoffs last year. They probably know Horford. Yeah. They know Horford, Dort, and SGA at the most, I think. I think so. Like, no one knows who Darius Baisley is. That's for sure. Yeah. Baisley is um, – yeah, you'd have to be, a per, like, a much more bigger follower of the NBA to know who Baisley is. Yeah. Uh, Baisley killed the um, – Last night, who did they play? Yeah, the Knicks. He he was pretty good again over the Knicks. Um, SGA is playing well. They it's just weird to me that they're not tanking, considering they have so many. <laughs> um, they're playing all these games that they're playing in are close, or they win. And it's just like no, they're, they're like kind of good this year. Yeah, no, they are. It's, it's, I, Weirdly I, enough. I don't know what to make of them. Um, I, I, I the West is just not. I feel like that you would just punt in the West. They've they're close. The only game they've really gotten blown out is this this Heat game, um, yeah. where they lost by twenty eight. But other that was other the one that, game that I decided to bet on their spread. So. Well, yeah, <laughs> they lose the Jazz by one, lose to the Magic by eleven. Oh, the Pelicans blew them out actually, but um, they beat the, they beat the Pelicans by one and um, the like two nights later. So. Yeah. Uh, they also have George Hill. Maybe that's maybe that's another guy who a casual fan would know. But yeah, I, I haven't wa- honestly I haven't watched any of this team. I just I just thought it was, every time I'm looking at these scores, I just don't understand why they're not like zero and one and seven or zero and eight. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I've seen a little bit of him play. Um, I don't watch a lot of Thunder basketball. I don't think anyone really watches a lot of Thunder basketball this year um, outside of Thunder fans. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, like, they got a lot of, I guess, young guys that are kind of hungry to, to prove that they belong in the NBA. And, like, guys like, like you mentioned, Baisley, um, Luke Dort has come a long way. And, like, another guy that's probably trying to show that he's not just, like, a defense-only player right now. Um, the Yaz value, and he's, I mean, he's shooting 41% from three right now on five ta- or five um, attempts a game. So, like, it's, it's guys, I guess, like that, that are kind of pulling this team a little bit higher um, than you would think. Plus, like, it is, I think, a weirdly good defensive team overall, um, especially, like, the guards, SGA and, and Dort, um, are very good defensively. Al Horford, I think everyone kind of, like really thought that Al Horford was like really, really washed because of how he did in Philadelphia. Um, but I think even if you look at some of like the Philadelphia games that he was playing in, like defensively, it was still there. Um, maybe not to the level that you saw in Boston. Yeah, the offense but, um, was a problem. Cause the was, offense, was, yeah. Yeah, he was advertised as like the stretch big and he just wasn't really making the threes consistently. Right. And I, I think he's still uh, he's shooting pretty bad this year too, but like, I mean, if the defense is there, um, I, I think we've seen a lot of teams surprise early in the season overall because of how good some of, the, uh, some of their defenses have been. Uh, when you think about Cleveland, uh, you think about the Knicks, uh, and then, yeah, you look at a team like OKC, I think defense goes a long way. Uh, and, and it's it's definitely showing. Um, and maybe they can find some scoring here. Maybe uh, Baisley can kind of kick it up a notch here, um, or maybe SGA takes another another leap, um, which I think he hasn't really done this year um, in the way that we might have expected. Uh, he's only averaging about 25 uh, rebounds and almost seven assists, which I love the assist numbers. Um, I don't know if I love the scoring right now because I, I thought that he could be a guy that could get around 22, 23 as being the sole guy on a team. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. This is... Uh, I honestly think that they should have probably been tanking, but uh, they might have a little bit more talent here uh, than people realized. Um, or, or their coaching has just been really good. Um, Mark uh, Dano came in this year. Uh, kind of, it was an unknown for me. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Right. Um, I mean, I, Billy Donovan kind of watched it. I was like, oh, okay, like, I guess they're kind of going full tank at this point. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Um, so and if they keep up like playing like this, like this is another team. Like the West is in that middle there. Like it's it's kind of packed. And like they were not, supposed to be the bottom of the West, the, bottom, the very bottom. And yeah. the bottom of the West is like Minnesota right now. It's like yeah, Minnesota who still have like three wins. So it's right. There's no like awful awful team in the West, and Minnesota hasn't had towns either. So it's just super tight all around. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, there's not, there is, I know we're early in the season, but there's like uh, two games separating fourth place from 14th in the West. So, like, it's, it's tight. Yeah, well, OKC has, if nothing else, they have really good player development staff. Um, that's, that's something that Toronto and the Spurs both have um, pretty good there down there in those cities but 
Uh, yeah, OKC, okay, Darius Baisley, um, he's someone who's improved a lot for them. Um, and I think he's kind of like the, the key to their start a little bit because SGA was sort of a known quantity already, and the rest of that roster really wasn't, and he's been, he's been good. So um, yep. on to some rumors. Dame wants the Blazers to trade for Draymond. Yeah, they need I don't really see how they get that done, honestly. Yeah, they're not going to get it, but they need it. So I don't think Draymond leaves Golden State. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like he would have to sign off on that. I just don't see why he would. And with the way they're playing like as good or better as the Blazers right now. The Blazers just need some help on defense, and that's what Dame's getting at. But um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. And then Fultz. Uh, they might. I, I'll. I just want to break in. They might go for Horford midseason trade. Oh God. Oh. I don't think oh. I like that. <laughs> just for the defense, I don't know. It'd be interesting. I, yeah. I, I, who are they? Tra- who are they trading? Like. Uh, maybe a Zach Collins. Is that worth is it? Right now? Is he injured? Yeah, he's, I, he's, I think he's, it might be. I don't think he's playing yet. Yeah, I don't think he's played. Um, yeah, like maybe Zach Collins, like I don't know, like Rodney Hood. I, I, I can see, I, I can see know. Rodney Hood for sure. That sounds, that yeah. sounds like a very typical trade piece. Yeah, but like I don't even know if they'd want to give up that much for Al Horford. But, no, I, uh, I don't think it's worth it. Um, right, he's but, a big contract too. You have to remember, um, Horford. Yeah, so. But, I, but they need that defense bad. Like they and they need to make a run like now. Right? Like it's they're no, not playing for three years down. Yeah. So I don't know. Um all right. So Fultz towards ACL and the magic. They were doing pretty well. Then they got blown out. They got destroyed by the Rockets without him. Um seems like they're still gonna try to play with try for the playoffs. Um they might as well. Maybe get some Cole Anthony yeah. minutes, but um, that that'll be fun to see. But that sucks for Fultz, who is really starting to come along. So thought we might just mention Cole that. Anthony, Rookie of the Year though, stock up. I, I would, I would, I'm, I have all the Halliburton stock, so I'm, I'm kind of. Uh, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I can't even get Rookie of the Year odds, which sucks. So yeah, I can't either. Yeah. I wish I could. Yeah. I don't have that. Yeah, I would put my ass on Halliburton though. So anyway, that leads us into Gambling Corner, week two. Um, I'm going to yes. read off everything that went mostly wrong for me, and, and then you can do the same. And then we can, we can do some what we like um, out of what's coming up. So, okay. Starting with Monday night, we had – we talked about this on the pod. We had Pacers money line, um, or I did, over the Pelicans. That This one – I did as well. Huh? I did as well. Oh, yeah, you did? Okay. So, yeah, we both put this one in. Um, Brogdon hits the floater, game winner in OT. Uh, Oladipo, like, brought the Pacers back. end of regulation. Yeah, end of regulation. Yeah, they were dead, and he hit a couple threes and brought him back. And Zion was scary coming downhill. It was weird betting against my own team in a really close game. Like, not even, like, a blowout game. It was a super close game. It was just fully betting on them. Like, who do you um, even cheer for at that point? I was rooting for the Pacers 100%. I just want my money. Um, so, <laughs> nice. it's like, feel it feels like an emotional head, but it's really not. Like, it's just kind of like the money is more important. Yeah, like the money definitely was more important there, even though it's like 10 bucks. Um, 
And I also took Houston minus four over the Mavs, which did not hit, but I was smart enough to live bet the Mavs like pretty early on. So that, that hit. So I only net net loss, like $4 there. Um, so not too bad, that, that was good. And then I was checking uh, Pfizer P who is Paul George, um, his injury status, like every, literally every two minutes. Um, Cause I was looking at this, I was staring at the Spurs plus nine and a half over the Clippers. Oh. Right when they said uh, Paul George wasn't playing, I was like, boom, 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 put it in, put it in my book. Um, Spurs yeah. actually won outright. I actually, I didn't have anything on that, but I had Keldon Johnson over 19 and a half points parlayed with them with their money line, which was plus 950. Um, yeah, okay. I, I threw like five bucks on that. Uh, that didn't hit because I think he only had like 12 or 13 points, but yeah, more threes in there and that would have hit. So I was kind of feeling good about that. Um, when the game started, I was like, Hey, this, this yeah. um, so that could happen. So, um, next night, heat, I took the heat over the Celtics, uh, minus two and a half didn't work. Uh, same with the Suns minus three and a half. They actually did cover that, but I parlayed it with the under versus Toronto, and I think the over oh. hit easily. I, d- I just didn't think Toronto was going to be able to score that much, but they didn't do anything. Well, I mean, Phoenix's defense has been good, but I think we kind of got cooked by Siakam that night. So. Yeah, yeah, Siakam. Yeah. I had like little, very little faith in Siakam, and then he was just scoring. Yeah, but he showed up. Yeah, yeah they, were sh- yeah, they were shooting well too. I don't... Yeah. Um, yeah. So that one's that sucked, um, and then. So after after those after that I decided to live bet the same night um, the Bulls over the Kings which is probably my stupidest one of the stupidest <laughs> this I just don't know why what possessed me to do this um, it was actually pretty close Kobe White was ha- Kobe White was feeling it which is why I did it because I thought him and Levine yeah. hit some shots at the stretch but they ended up not they ended up not getting that one and Halliburton was the hero for the Kings of course so always Halliburton you've seen that one coming so. I lose out there. Moving on to, uh, I think this was Thursday. Yes, the 76ers. I was. This was another thing where I was checking the injury status of Embiid. And then once they said he was playing, I was like, hopped on the Sixers immediately. Minus three and a half. They lose to the Nets outright without Katie and Kyrie. Um, I don't have any explanation for that. <laughs> so I took the Spurs live line on the Lakers. Once they, they got up on the Lakers, I think 15 to 8 in the first quarter, and then it was like plus 120. So threw a little down on that. And they were they actually won outright um, at the end, barely. So that's really saved my ass. Like, really did. And um, I was happy about that. Last night, I did Bucks minus five and a half over the Jazz. The Jazz ended up hitting a franchise record 25 threes. So I lost that one. That was just unlucky. That's tough. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> And then I also took the Kings money line over the Raptors because I didn't think Siakam was, was going to be able to do it twice. And then him and Van Vliet just start hitting threes. The Raptors scored like yeah. 40, which I didn't see coming. Yeah, I had Kings money line too. That killed I, me. I took a Korean basketball under that night, which hit. But uh, that, that saved me. But anyway, that, that's all the NBA ones I made. So what did you have this week? Uh, so I had my start of the week was looking pretty nice. Um, I had Cleveland plus 200 against Orlando at the start of the week, uh, which did not hit. Uh, Orlando ended up blowing them out too. Yeah, I remember that. Kind of sucked. Um, yeah, they kind of pulled away in the in the second half there. At halftime, I was like, oh, they might do it. Um, but this was pre Fultz's injury. 
Uh, and so Orlando ended up pulling it out. Uh, I bet Boston plus 170 against Toronto early. Uh, this was before Teague. And, well, like Teague and Smart were questionable. Yeah. And then they were both yeah. out. They're and really then it still hit because Tatum and Brown both had incredible games. I think Tatum had 40 in that game. Uh, and so that one paid off big time because they were like plus 170. Uh, I had OKC plus nine against Miami, which uh, they've been playing a lot of teams close. So I thought it would yeah. be okay. Um, they ended up getting blown out by uh, 28, like we mentioned earlier. Um, had Knicks plus 245 against Atlanta. Um, That's good. And yeah, that one paid off for me. Uh, no problem. Uh, I bet the Knicks a couple times this week, actually. Um, I had Dallas, Houston. I really thought this was going to be a high scoring game. I had over 229. I was pretty confident about it. Um, but they ended up, high when you think about it. Right. And they ended up combining for 213 as a 113 100 game. Um, so I was kind of praying for overtime there in that game. Never really happened. Um, Indiana plus 102, like we mentioned. Uh, Sacramento and Golden State. This is one that I felt pretty confident about under 234. Uh, and then Golden State just kind of turned it on uh, in, in the second half, I think. And Curry probably went off. I don't remember how much he had in that game. Uh, but they ended up winning 137 to 106. Um, so I missed that one. Uh, did not bet anything on Tuesday. Uh, and then Wednesday, I did had uh, Indiana minus 126 over Houston, which I was pretty comfortable with. Uh, they ended up winning by seven. Um, I had New York again, the Knicks over Utah. That one I was a little bit iffier about. Yeah. Um, but betting against uh, Utah is scary, man. Right. Because they can just hit threes, like you said, for the yep. Bucks game. Anyway. I still did it. Um, What's up? I still did it, even though I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went with the Knicks one earlier, and it paid off. That, that one was huge for me, plus 260. Oh, that's a um, Yeah, that was huge. And then uh, I had the Clippers minus 120 against Golden State the first time they played. Um, so the Clippers ended up winning that one. Yep. Uh, and then this one was probably the craziest over I've had that hit. Uh, over 223, it was Dallas and Denver. I think they're about five points short in regulation. That was a game that Jokic hit the, the oh, game yeah, time shot with like five game. seconds I left. That, I watched that last yeah. Time. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it ended up going to overtime and then covered easily uh, over 223. But if <laughs> regulation had me sweating. Um, and then uh, yesterday uh, was where it all fell apart. Um, <laughs> I had over 236 for the Washington-Boston game, which uh, was not even close in the end. It was 116-107 game. Um, I had Washington plus 155. Um, I think Marcus Smart ended up playing that game. Uh, I thought he and Teague were going to miss that game, so I was like, okay, like Westbrook's going to like feast, um, and Beal's going to like Beal's been going off. Um, well, Beal always kills hit. them, no matter what. Right, right. And so I was like, okay, like maybe, maybe they just outscore them. Um, did not happen. Uh, I had the Knicks minus 140 against OKC. Like I, that was the one that I was like, oh, like it's got to hit, um, and they ended up losing by twelve, uh, and then OKC okay, OKC okay, might be permanent stay away. Yeah, honestly, uh, incredibly hard to predict. Um, and then Houston negative six over um, Orlando hit easily. They won that game by 40, 42. Yeah, um, and uh, and then. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then I had a couple bad ones. Uh, Brooklyn minus 110 over Memphis. I didn't think that Kyrie was going to miss the second game in a row. Uh, he ended up missing that one too. Just does what he wants. And yeah, I, I don't know what to think about the Nets. Um, I think if KD's playing, it's pretty safe that. But like, if KD's out, then like I honestly don't know if that's like the best team to bet. Like, um, so that one didn't hit, and then I had Sacramento plus one seventy like you um, against Toronto, and they got being blown yeah, out. Yeah, they got blown like, out. So. I mean, they were up for a while too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what happened. I, I guess Toronto just turned it on late. Um, so out of all of those, I was actually plus I think seven or eight dollars in the end. Um, my problem was that I had uh, a parlay and a round robin, I think on Tuesday. Um, yeah, so on Tuesday, I parlayed uh, Utah minus four, uh, LA, the Lakers minus nine, and the Bulls plus nine. And I don't think any of those hit that night because uh, I think the Lakers ended up beating the Spurs, but it was by like seven or eight. Like it was a close game. Uh, pretty sure Utah lost, and I'm pretty sure the Bulls ended up getting blown out by somebody. Um, the Bulls one might have hit. I honestly don't remember. Um, but so I ended up losing big money that day uh, on the parlay and the round robin. So killed me for the week. Well. That's pretty good, honestly. <laughs> like, for me, it's yeah. a source of entertainment, um, a lot of it. So I thought you did pretty – you did better than me, certainly. So um, <laughs> do you like anything tonight? Because I don't all that much. Um, uh, I have to look through it right now. Okay. Um, yeah, Miami-Washington, I'm staying away from that. Uh, Miami should win, I think, comfortably, but – at the same time, like Washington might just score a bunch of them, so I don't know. Uh, I kind of like Charlotte plus 180 over Atlanta. Yeah, I think Atlanta could bounce scary, back. But... I, that one's tough. Um, Hayward's been playing better. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe he has some success. Atlanta doesn't really have anyone. I mean, I mean nope. actually, I think I think uh Lamelo potentially could slow down Trey Young, um, just because he's. Yeah, crazy. I think that's probably a tough. That's probably one of the more tough matchups that Trey's gonna have all season. Yeah, big, got that like big, yeah, big point guards. Yeah, no, that's an interesting um, game. Um, <clears throat> Suns Pacers, I think, is really a toss up. I have no idea how that's gonna go. Um, I, I don't want to endorse Suns plus one thirty five. I might end up betting it, but I hate betting on my own team. <laughs> um, so I don't want to do it. Like, if I bet on them and then they lose the game, then it's like I lose money and it kind of no, sucks. it's a double down. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the rule. yeah. So I can't do that, um, and I don't think I'll bet the Pacers for that game because yeah, it's just so much of a toss up. Um, Spurs are only minus one eighty two against the Timberwolves, and I think they might blow them out. So I don't know. I might take that one. It's a negative four and a half spread. Well, yeah, I might as well. Just, I might just take the spread and do that. Yeah, yeah, that might be worth it because um, I don't think the Timberwolves like they still don't have Cat, as far as I know. You can take the Bucks <laughs> big bouncing back um, after that 
uh, Jazz loss and the, the Cavs. I don't. I, I think they don't have Garland still. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I, I just don't think they'll be able to score a matchup. Yeah, they're they're really good against division teams. So the minus ten and a half isn't like insanely high. Uh, the line for the no. yeah, like fifteen and a half would thirteen or like fifteen would be pretty pretty high. But ten and a half so is ten. Take it. Yeah, but like take it now before yeah, it goes that's off. That's what I like the best so far, honestly. Um, I I think yeah. Matt, uh, Mavs minus six and a half or the Magic could be good too. Um. I, th- I do think I do think the Magic have some options for Luca, and they're a good defensive team. But um, yeah, I just don't see how the Magic are going to be able to keep up scoring wise. I might take the under in that game. Two seventeen. That's a little low, but what about Blazers Kings? I like the Kings, man, but I don't know how much trust I have in Halburn. <laughs> But I, I feel like they should be able to score almost at will, right? Like, I, I, like Fox is going to score a bunch. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I think even, like, Peel's probably going to go off. The over is big. high. It's 236.5. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go with the over, but I think I could talk myself into plus 170 for the Kings. Yeah. No, that, that could be – yeah, that could work, honestly. They did play last night, but, um, I, yeah, they, I, I think, like you said, they did horrible. What I, I like I like that Bucks line so far. Uh, Spur, I like the Bucks and the Spurs. Maybe mm-hmm. parlay those two or maybe just do them straight up. Um, mm-hmm. Mavericks magic I think looks good, but I, I don't feel as great on that. Uh no. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'll end up playing in any of these to actually, but uh, maybe I'll bet on your sons again. Who knows? Oh, no. <laughs> um, I mean, they, they did bounce back last time on a back-to-back um, with a loss in the first one to Sacramento. We ended up beating Sacramento second time around. So, I don't know. Got a lot to prove. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for today. Um, we'll be back next weekend. After I make my return, if I don't die skiing, um, you'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I won't. <laughs>